Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you. Stop complaining. So I had to let you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize, without us even thinking about it, oftentimes we just complain about stuff, and it, and it comes up in such subtle forms. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. She driving me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they it. Today it. I'm sick of her. Running her mouth. Last time. She said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's it just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man. Can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed? I'm just asking. Have you noticed that in all of your complaining, 
it has provided not one solution. The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining, because God is able, because God is capable. He is capable and able of fixing anything, capable and able of curing anything, capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things and capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as your as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fault is that? Stop complaining. Until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. Maybe you got another route you're going to take. But every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and, and, and statue. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in, in their spiritual life who, are, who have become great men of God, and women of God. But I look at all of them and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that also. Most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect, so much love, so much power was given them from people that their life, life was rich in that area. You know, like a Martin Luther King or something like that or a Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service, or Nelson Mandela, who came out and just, man, people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know, they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side, they Heavenly Father God, because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you asked not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. 
And and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, all that's saying is you still ain't strengthening your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not going to make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success. A distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you gonna stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can't give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can, something can happen and you you know, receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what lucky is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? And I do need your attention because today is going to be special. We don't know where they are, but they're not here. Shirley Strawberry and Carla Farrell are not here. Ladies and gentlemen, can't nobody stop us. Ain't nobody here but the fool. Junior. <laughs> oh, morning, huh? What's up? Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I'm right here. Right here. <laughs> L- yeah. Nothing holding me. us down, baby. Wait. Shirley's not here. Wait a minute. We have not heard from him. <laughs> and Carla's not here. <laughs> and the show is started. <laughs> I say lock the door and make sure they don't get it in. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you what we don't have. You know, because Carla brings the show printed out. You know, the deal points that we're supposed to make, the announcements we're supposed mm-hmm. to make, uh, special edition stories, mm-hmm. uh, you know, entertainment news. We don't have none of that. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have <laughs> nothing. And we don't care. <laughs> we, we don't even care. Hey, man, Tommy, say that again. We don't care. We don't want it when they bring it. We don't care. No, ain't, adult ain't ever liked it. No. <laughs> Don't even really see what she up typing paperwork Fuck. like, and we got to stick to the damn script. <laughs> Just let everybody know, Unc, it be three pieces of paper on the floor every morning. We don't no. even read none of that. Well, I don't even know why they be getting, I don't even know why they Oh, they quit sending anymore. it to me. I don't even get the email no more. Mm-mm. Dog. No, because we don't we don't need that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey morning show is missing Shirley. And it's missing Carla Pharrell. 
uh, I think it's traffic or something. I don't know what it is. We ain't even called. Mm. Not here. We ain't even called. I ain't trying to call. They don't see. See, when I ain't here, then I get phone call. Where you at? Where you at? I don't bother them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel so free right now. Yeah, free. we both do. We all do. Yeah, everybody. Man, you know, I, you ain't finna say that on this show. Well, yes to hell yeah. we is. We finna We're going to say it today. today. It's going to happen this yeah, morning. Today is all of it. Hey, hey, man, let me tell you something. We might bring back some classic. Cause ain't nobody, <laughs> we might do Eugene today. Ah. We, if they don't what? get in here, we might do Slave Theaver today. <laughs> hey, man, we might do the Country Brothers today. Oh, my God, the Country Brothers. Man, y'all gonna die. Dog, dog, we might do anything today. And we didn't some We class, only got a little. Man. So when we come back, it's 30 something funny. Yeah. And mm. it ain't gonna be what the hell Carla think is funny. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna do the weekend update. We gonna do Ask Steve. Oh, ask me a damn thing. <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, I love this. It. I this love ain't it. I gonna be it. Ask Steve. This gonna be Ask Steve. A S S Steve. <laughs> Oh, man, this, I how, like it. How both of them like missed it. the same day? Oh, they shouldn't have done Boy, it. Boy, ain't this good, man? They ain't this good, it. y'all? Boy, God, good. <laughs> no hey, script, call no Call y'all. Three. Call your mama them and tell them Three Amigos is on the radio. We'll be back. We love to tell you what's coming up, but we, we don't, don't know. know. We Stay don't know. tuned. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We back uh, 32 minutes after the hour. Uh, Carla and uh, Shirley are not here. We have not heard from them. We don't know where they at. We had no clue. And we ain't got no show in front of us. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have nothing. See, right now, Carla writes out the show. So y'all know, like, 30-something funny, y'all going to do weekend review. They not here, so we just talk what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. No, we can do whatever we want to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything well, we want. Let me say this. If y'all ain't seen Eddie Murphy's Dolomite, is my I haven't, dog. Hey, man. Hey, man. Man, get on Netflix and watch this. This movie good, man. Boy. Okay. I've downloaded it, but I haven't watched it. It's funny. Oh, man, it's funny. It's it's funny, but it's hurtful. It's a hurtful funny. Yeah, Yeah. man. It's really real, too, man, because I can relate to Rudy Ray Moe because, man, I, 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 I wanted it so bad. It just seemed like yeah. he wasn't getting no breaks, man. Well, you know, me and Junior and then, worked with him in, in his latter years. In his latter you know, years, I did. Towards the end. We worked with him. Yeah, man. Yeah, Comedy Club in Houston. We worked with him. He, yeah. came, he, he, he would come through a lot. You know, at least twice a year, wow. Rudy Ray Moe would yeah. show up. But I sat with him, talked wow. with him, man, and he talked about that, huh? And then to see it on film. Hey, man, I've I've had him on the radio. Rudy Ray Moore's Signifying Monkey was the very first comedy routine I ever recorded. In my life, I'm 12, 13 years old. My mother bought me a recorder for <laughs> Christmas. And I recorded Signifying Monkey on it, cussing and all. And my mama had some church folks over that afternoon and said, I bought Stephen. I left my recorder on the coffee table and I went upstairs. And all the church women was around and my mama said, I bought little Stephen this recorder. He been working on it all morning. And she pressed play. Oh, no. It came Signifying out. Signifying Monkey came out. Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> was you steps. was you in trouble? Oh, I yeah. came down steps. I when just you... sat on the steps. I did, and just tears started coming out my eyes. 
Cause I'm in the, I'm I'm, the, I'm cussing just like Rudy Ray Moore. Now the church women is oh Lord Jesus. Now my mama they old they don't know how to they don't know how to cut it off. They can, and they keep going. Yeah, it took them five minutes to fry and play. Stop was just just another hour. Finally, some lady pressed stop. Said, "Oh my God, uh, who was that?" Uh, when they stopped it, just tell me when they stopped it. What part was it on? It, it had been it running. Don't, it don't matter, Junior. Yeah, I know. Oh, you heard that dog, album? Dog, it don't I matter. Was, I was, was it that that monkey going to start to that line? Snack started and rolled him <laughs> in the sand. Remember that? Getting the sand, God. Snatch started they had. and rolled him in the sand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm doing my album. Rudy Ray Moe. Oh, dog. I'm doing my Rudy Ray Moe impression. I'm doing his voice. Yeah. Man, them church women home. My mama says, come in here. Mm. You, I know. I, I've never been so ashamed. When your daddy get home, your daddy going to beat you for this here. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. I said, Lord Jesus. So my father came home. She said, Slick, you ain't going to believe what this boy did. What all this money we done paid for this little recording because he only won this cassette thing and look what he put on it. He he pressed it and I just started crying. He said, Boy, go in the basement. Because that's where I got my weapon. So I go down in the basement. About 30 minutes later, my daddy come down and had the recorder in his hand. He said, Come on, get in the car. We got in the station wagon. I'm sitting in the car on the one side. I said, Man, we ain't never had drove getting no whipping before. He took me up to Earl's gas station up on Ohio on Earl. Got me out, set me down in front of all his boys and pressed play. I was up there for two hours. Cussing. Boy, <laughs> boy, listen to this you right up, here. You was up there? Boy, y'all check this out. That's my boy. My daddy was the proudest of me. He'd never been that proud of me before. Because I sounded just like Rudy Ray Moe, and I did the whole signifying month. Boy, where they got this red at? How you? I said, I'm Where they got it? What no? Red at. Red at? Did you say red Where they got this red at? Boy, where they got that red at? Did you read that and learn that thing? I said, I didn't, Daddy. I memorized it. How you memorize that? I be listening to you play it all the time. Where, boy? You don't be in that room. I be on the step. <laughs> Body water, remember the real rainbow. Body water, boy. I was the king. I was the king of comedy before there was a king of comedy at 13 years <laughs> so, old, doing Rudy Raymond's signifying monkey. So um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You heard a lot of albums growing up as a kid. You've seen some of the greatest. You became one of the greatest. What? Yeah. Who would you like, what movie would you like to see? We see that there's now a movie on Dolomite. Who in the past would you like to see a biopic on? A good one on Richard Pryor. Uh, that would be Dancer. good for me. That would be JoJo Dancer didn't do it justice to me. Uh, the real okay. Richard Pryor story. Um, can I tell you the truth, man? Mm. I would love to see a biopic of the kings of comedy. All kind of like oh, what man. they did with uh, Compton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight, mm-hmm. out, of Straight out of Compton. I think, man, that that would be really interesting, man. You know, I, I really, really think that would be interesting, man. 
I don't know who playing who, but I can see the movie. I can see the movie. I don't. I, I don't either. I don't. I don't know who's playing who either, but it would be good to see. Did y'all ever have controversy, Unc, when y'all was on tour like that for that long? Y'all ain't having really no. You mean internal? Have some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit, man, but it, it was always stuff we worked out because we was professionals. We wanted to win. So we always worked it out. We had problems, you know. Yeah. Hey, man, hey, man, you need to watch your time. You do it a little bit long. All right, my bad, dog. You know, stuff like that. You know, uh, somebody wants somebody to change a piece of material because it's close to a piece of material. They going in, there's four of us. So we had to work through a lot of stuff like that. Hey, man, I'm doing this uh, preacher joke tonight. You okay. Know, stuff like that. So y'all would stay away from bits the others were doing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, the girls ain't here. Listen, coming up, we don't know again what's coming up because we ain't got, got no, no damn paper. paper. And we don't care. Steve Harvey, morning show. You better not go nowhere. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Welcome back. I don't know what it is. Tommy, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Ain't this uh, this prank, prank time this right prank? here, dog. But we ain't, you oh, know, okay, it's up to you. Then. Oh, hello, no, no, hello, no, make... hello. What? Thank Abby, you. Abby, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You all really thought you were going to get away with doing the show by yourself? We was doing good, though. We really, really? good. We can go yes. home if you want to. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> where you, where you I'll partying crime at? She ain't with you. It has risen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shirley, we was on our way. Nice try, fellas. Uh, Shirley, we was finna do Eugene. Shirley, we was finna Ghana. do Country Brothers. Girl, we was, <laughs> girl, Eugene was coming back. We was gonna do Slave Theater. We was gonna do Country Brothers. We, y'all wasn't gonna be able to stop. But we was compelling, though, while you were gone. I want you to know that. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I just got quiet. Cause it just, yeah, it just I see. Stopped, it just stopped being fun. Okay, you here? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying I'm a fun killer? You just killed it when you Mm. showed up? Mm. (laughs) Are you saying I'm a fun killer? Uh. Shirley, you just killed it. I resent that remark. I don't resemble it. I resent it. (laughs) You can look like it. Hate it. (laughs) Wow. All right, let me drop this prank, Shirley. Uh, Yeah, what you got for us now? We're going to run that prank back. This right. You know, I'm going to change the name to Penitentiary Pizza. How about that? Penitentiary Pizza. Oh, we can Lord, order. I'm so glad We can I'm order back. pizza even though we in the penitentiary. Let's go. Penal Pizza, may I help you? Hello, I'm trying to order pizza. Okay, can you hold for me, please? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, all right. Okay, sorry about that, sir. Can I take your order? Yeah, I need to order what? 10 pizzas. You want 10 pizzas? And what kind of crust was that going to be? I need six. Sorry, can you talk up for me, please? I need six cheese pizzas. Six? six cheese pizzas on thin crust. What kind of crust was that again? Thin, thin, thin. Thin. Six cheese thin crust pizzas. And do you want any other toppings on that, sir? No, I need uh two two meat lovers. What was that again? Can you can you speak up a little bit? I'm really having a hard time hearing you. I need two meat lovers. Two meat lovers, is that? Yes. Two meat lovers. Two meat lovers pizza. Okay, and what kind of crust would you like on that, sir? Uh, that's thick, thick crust. You said you want a thin crust on that? Thick. Sir, I'm having a really hard time hearing you. Can you speak up for me? I need, I need two meat lovers with thick crust. Thick crust. Okay. Okay. All right, and then the last is two veggies on thin crust. Two veggies? Veggies. 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 Two veggies. Two veggies. Okay. On the thick crust. Do, y- do y'all deliver to um, 
Do y'all deliver to a uh, uh, gated gated community? Okay, can you hold for a second for me, please, sir? Okay, sorry about that, sir. Okay, can I get your phone number? Uh, three four two dash six eight nine. Okay, I heard three four two dash six eight nine, but I didn't get the rest of those numbers. Can I get an area code or? No, my number three four two dash six eight nine. Okay, um. I need to get the whole seven digits and the area code so that we can put you in the computer to try to find your location. I told you my number. My number is 342-689. Okay, okay, sir. Um, let me get my manager on the phone. Excuse me, wait. Um, there's a new phone. Uh-huh. He's giving me, like, six numbers. I maybe talk to that's, that's I'll, I'll take care of it. Sir, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. All right, I ordered ten pizzas, six cheese pieces, two meat lovers, and two veggies. I'm trying to see if, do y'all have a problem delivering to a gated community? Oh, not at all. We deliver to a gated community all the time. Let me just get a, a number for you and an address. Right. My number, 342-689. Sir, that's only six digits. We need seven digits. Well, actually, your Eric code plus your seven digits. Okay. I, I don't, I don't. If you just leave it with the guard, he'll make sure I get it. No, sir, I don't think you understand. I need to have a phone number where I can call you. We can go in and out of the gate. That's not a problem. When I get you there, I want to deliver directly to you. You can't go in and out that gate. Shh, listen, you can't go in and out that gate. Sir, I'm, I'm sorry I can't hear you. Can you speak up some? Okay. I'm trying to get 10 pizzas delivered, and you just drop it off with the guard. Sir, I understand what you're saying. I'm trying to deliver the pizza to you directly. The guard is not who's getting the pizza, right? I'm delivering it. Well, he gonna he gonna he gonna pay you. I'm 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 cool with the guard. He gonna pay you. Okay, well, where are you where are you located? Let's do this. Where are you located? I'm in Angola. 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 Where is Angola? Angola. Y'all don't know Angola. I'm in Angola. Angola, Louisiana. The penitentiary. So we can't deliver pizza to Angola Penitentiary? Look, I ordered 10 pizzas from her. Six six cheese pizzas, two meat lovers, and two veg. Look, I can't be on this phone too much longer. Listen, sir, I, I, I know what you're saying, but we're not delivering to Angola. Do you know where we're located? you got to call somebody. We're in Dallas. Look, you got to call somebody in Angola, Louisiana. Look, I'm trying to get these 10 pizzas. Look, I'm, lady, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Exactly, and I'm not going to go back and forth with you either. We are unable to deliver this pizza to you, okay? Why? Because you are in the penitentiary, sir. No one delivers pizza to people in the penitentiary. People in the penitentiary can't order pizza? No, sir, they cannot. We do not deliver to the penitentiary. And then we're in Dallas. Do you know how long it would take to get pizza to Angola? I don't give a d- Let me think. Okay, who the manager there? I am the manager. You're speaking with the manager. What's your name? Never mind what my name is. Just know that I'm the manager. Okay, let me say this to you, since you're the manager there. If I don't get no pizzas here tonight, I'm when I get out in three years, I'm coming down there and I'm going to you up. So who the you think you're talking to? You ain't going to me up. In three years, I won't be here. But matter of fact, I just might stay here for three years. So when you come back... Let me tell you something. If y'all don't bring these pieces to this penitentiary and get it to the guard before he get off work, then this going to be some around here. Now, I didn't order these 10 pizzas and everybody on the cell block is waiting on them. Sir, I don't, I don't care about you and your folk on your cell block. You are in the penitentiary and I don't even know why you calling or you on my phone. This is a business, okay? And I have a job to do. I am not delivering pizzas to a penitentiary. So y'all discriminating about where y'all bring pizzas at? No, we don't discriminate, but we ain't located in Angola unless you're going to give me some...
petrol for my metro, I ain't coming. Let me tell you something. I want you to remember these numbers. 342-689. If you see that spray painted on your house or that damn pizza place, then you know my and got out and I'm looking for your 342-689. I don't give a about 342-689 and 743. What I'm saying is your grass if you come up here in three years and guess what don't drop the soap who, who you think you talking to that's what i said who you think you talking to you better get off my phone i got i got one more thing to tell you before i get out in three years these are the last words i'm gonna say to you hey, what's that you listening yeah i'm listening say what you gotta say this is nephew tommy from the steve harvey morning show your girlfriend got me to pray phone call you oh my goodness you got to me <laughs> You got to be freaking kidding me, man. Oh, my God. Oh, God. This is nephew Tommy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we, we was going to have four hours of just straight yeah, ignorance. You can still Stupidity. do that. Stupidity. You can still do that. Yeah, man. Okay. I don't see how right, I'm stopping right, y'all that. Heard it. Y'all yeah. heard it, didn't you? Yeah, we about to okay. thank so you. Okay. You ain't going to try to stop us from doing nothing oh, we okay, don't want to cool. do. Stay, oh, you oh, heard no. her. No one's saying that now. Let's not get no, crazy. No, you said, okay, uh-uh. we're going to try it when uh-uh. we come back. We'll yeah. be back. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you may have seen some reports about 50 Cent being suspended from Instagram after he dissed his own power castmate, Notori Naughton. You know, she plays Tasha St. Patrick on Power, yes. He talked about her hairline. Uh, Fiddy issued an apology to Notori Naughton, um, but his account disappeared from the platform shortly thereafter. Well, now, King of Trolling has set a new set the record straight on all of the speculation uh, taking to Twitter. Fiddy posted an article that claims he was banned from Instagram for trolling Notori and wrote, LOL, I'm cool with all these false reports. If you don't know why something happens, you can't just make some blank up. Shaking my head. I turned my own IG page off, suckas. Uh, <laughs> then he tweeted a photo of himself smoking a cigar while holding his phone with the caption, I like Twitter better than IG right now. Follow me over here. <laughs> you know, he the best at this. You know He's that? He really always is. always shaking it up. He is. You know how to shake it up, mm-hmm. man. <clears throat> he really does. But that's crazy. Yeah, you don't talk about our girl Tasha St. Patrick. You do not do that. I still see Lil' Kim when I see her, though. When I don't know what it is. I she see was, I see Miss St. Patrick, yeah. but Lil' Kim be sticking out, too. She was so good see in that, that movie. Yeah, she I was, can see her. Good good what would be, huh? And she can sing. She's yes. a very talented young lady. Very talented. Yeah, so, Fiddy, leave her alone. <laughs> leave her alone. Man, they probably homeboy, homegirl. You Trust know me. they are. You know they are. In other entertainment news, and Jada Pinkett's uh, Facebook show, her Red Table Talk, well, this coming Monday, T.I. will be on there. He's going to address his controversial comments on the backlash he received about discussing, yeah, we talked about this as well, discussing his 18-year-old daughter, Deja's virginity, and a tiny... T.I.'s wife will, will join him. They're going to talk about how they survive the challenges of their marriage. So that's all coming up on Jada's Red Table Talk. Hey, sure. If you want to check that out, yeah. Jada Mama going to be on there? She's always on there. Why you ask? Ooh. Why you ask, married man? Yeah, Why you she ask? is beautiful. Oh, my God. You know, I don't, mm. you know, mm. something happens to him. 
Y'all come on this show. He changed Because he was fine. I was thinking the exact same thing. And then all of a sudden, one of y'all <laughs> come on the show and hear his ass go. Well, wait a minute. I'm I'm just at work. <laughs> you make it seem like I'm <laughs> no no. I'm he didn't he didn't guest change, starring. No, hold on, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. One of y'all tell before? one of y'all one of y'all just get on this mic and tell me, uh, uh, Jada Pickett Mama ain't fine. Say it. Say it. Mm. What? She's gorgeous. I mean, she's Thank beautiful. You. I know you didn't mean me, but yeah, yeah. they ain't saying nothing. Uh-huh. Hush over Jerusalem. She got an eight pack, not a six pack, an eight pack. What? Mm. We not finna talk about Jada Pinkett's mama. mama. That's the point. You uh, listen. Is that really Jada talking about Pinkett? somebody's mama, though? Yes. That ain't, yeah. Her I mean, mama, that ain't like, well, that ain't George Wallace and James and Brown talking about your mama. It ain't like that. Oh, like this, mama jokes? You're not saying yeah. anything negative. No, you're saying no. she's beautiful and she's got an eight yes. pack and she does. Oh, yeah. Good. Gorgeous. Now, you, but, can't, you can't call it Jada Pinkett Mama. Yeah, but let, let's point out a couple of things to she you. Has. Let's or point out a couple of things has. to you. Oh, well, One see, of them being wife, you're married. Your wife, yeah. your wife fool. Just, yeah, he changed. You so yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I hope she know Jada Mama fine. I hope she yeah. know that. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to move on here. Watch uh, basketball. <laughs> Steve, time for today's <laughs> headlines. Take it away, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. And yes, I have seen Jada Pinkett's mother. She is absolutely gorgeous. You can see where Jada gets her beautiful looks. Okay, this is a sad kind of story. This is one pins and needles. World-famous forensic pathologist Michael Batten has weighed into the Rodney Reed case in Texas. Reed is black. He's scheduled to be executed today for the murder of a white woman named Stacey Stites in 1998. Batten now joins several legal experts and celebrities saying Reed is as innocent as he claims to be. Reed says his, his DNA was in Stites' apartment because they were dating. And Stites' white ex-fiance, a former cop who's in jail, uh, told people how angry he was that Stites was, quote, cheating on him with a black man. And, and some feel he killed her. Today marks the beginning of the third day of the House Intelligence Committee's public impeachment hearings. Yesterday, two Trump appointees, Kurt Volker, former special envoy to Ukraine, testified he was never aware of or took part in any effort to get that country to investigate Joe Biden. Outgoing security aide Tim Marson said he heard Trump's July phone call, but that he didn't think Trump did anything illegal. After that, Democratic Congressman Julian Castro got back to the main question. Putting President Trump aside, whether you believe that it's proper for any president, now or later, to ask a foreign government to investigate a U.S. citizen, and specifically a U.S. citizen that could be a political rival, Ambassador... Uh, I I don't believe it is appropriate for the president to do that. Generally, there are appropriate channels for that. Mr. Morrison? I agree with Ambassador Volker, sir. But the committee chair, Adam Schiff, said he didn't believe the Republicans' argument that that Donald Trump was only concerned about corruption. He didn't think that stood up. The evidence all points in the other direction. The evidence points in the direction of the president inviting Ukraine to engage in the corrupt act of investigating a U.S. political opponent. In fact, two other witnesses, Army Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman and Jennifer Williams, a foreign service aide to Vice President Pence, both of them listened in on the phone call, too, between the president and Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, Zelensky, rather, and both of them say they voiced concerns 
about what they heard afterwards. Two Western hostages, an American and an Australian, now free after being held since 2016 by the Taliban. Both men had been teachers at the American University in Kabul when they were kidnapped. They've now been released to U.S. forces, part of a prisoner swap for three senior Taliban folks. Ten presidential candidates debate in Atlanta tonight. They're going to be doing it on Tyler Perry's massive sound stage. He has the largest sound stage, movie sound stage in America, black or white. And of course, Tyler Perry, you know, is African American. And finally, today is National Chicken Soup Day. Chicken noodle soup. Makes you feel so good. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bill Gates, guys, is once again the richest person in the world. On Friday, Bill Gates surprised Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to reclaim the title of the richest person in the world with a net worth of, you ready for this number? Hmm. Guess it, Steve. I would probably think about $184 billion. Well, some parts of that you got right. One hundred and ten billion. One hundred and ten billion dollars. Billion with a B. Well, Jeff, how much the guy from Amazon got? Seventy, but probably what happened? Huh? He got a divorce. Remember, he got oh, yeah, a divorce. So split it. Oh, yeah. oh there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so how, how much? How much does Bill Gates have? One hundred and ten billion dollars. Now, this is that's according all? to Bloomberg. That's all. <laughs> I know you didn't fix your mouth to say yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I hate to talk. Yeah. That's all he's that's got, it. 110 billion. Yeah. Damn, I thought I thought he had some paper. Yeah. He's not doing good, Steve. You know, Jeff Bezos had 170 billion. I thought you was going to top that. You know, mm-hmm. then he got divorced. That's the only reason you number one. <laughs> Bill Gates uh, <laughs> has regained the lead because Microsoft shares are up nearly 48% this year. That's where okay, the money's now, coming can in. I tell you, he's not the richest man in the world. Y'all have to stop. Is it? Oh, why you say that? He's the richest man in America. In America? Oh, okay. He is. They are nowhere near the richest man in the world. You don't understand. They don't have a tax system in the Middle East. There's no trace oh. of these people's money. Mm-hmm. They have unforeseen money. You can't trace the Saudis' money. They mm-hmm. have unforeseen money. You, you can't imagine the money these cats got in Abu Dhabi. You can't imagine it. You wow. just can't. So there's no tax system. They be laughing. I was in a meeting over there, mm-hmm. and somebody said Jeff Bezos was the richest person in the world with 170 billion. Five of them dudes at the table started laughing. <laughs> Why? Because that was absurd to them. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Obviously, I was by far the poorest person <laughs> at, at this damn table. <laughs> that 170 had my undivided attention. I was, that's the man right there. They start laughing. That is nothing. Not they were talking about what their uncle got and what he got. Another dude was pointing at the table and said, "You made that. You made a. You made that last year." Wow. <laughs> I said, okay, these dudes is on one. No, he's a Bill Gates, the richest person in America. Hank being wow. Aware. He, he commented on his wealth response to uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren's proposed wealth tax. Gates said he has paid more than $10 billion and would even pay $20 billion in taxes. But having to pay $100 billion, he would uh, have to see what he had left over. <laughs>
(laughs) Coming up at 34 after the hour. Some people uh, like being sick. We'll talk about that right after this. (laughs) Who is that? Yeah, who is that? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While getting sick is the worst thing imaginable for a lot, a lot of people, apparently there are some people who actually do not mind it at all. Can you imagine not minding being sick? A new poll finds that, Steve, 29% of Americans are happy to get sick occasionally because it gives them a rest from their day-to-day lives and their chores and tasks and everything, work and everything. 40% said that uh, being sick... Uh, They like it to focus on themselves, and it also gives them permission to slow down. So, what do you guys think? I tell you what. Are, are there any Why don't you parts just slow your sick? ass down and quit yeah. waiting to be sick? To slow yeah. down. I, 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 I like I that. I tell time. you what. I tell you what, these numbers will go down. Get this sickle cell, see if these numbers don't go down. Uh, <laughs> get come on this. here and change that rotator cuff out and see if that don't slow your ass down. Come get Whoa. this. Yeah. These numbers will be way you down. Know, I think that's that's from people. I think the, the average person that makes that statement has an unhappy life and position, like at work. Yeah. You know, if you don't yeah. enjoy your job, staying home sick is cool. Mm-hmm. Because you're sick at work. But just stay home. Just call it a, have a sick day. Why do you have to actually be sick to do that? Yeah. I have Steve, no you've desire never, to be you, sick ever. No. Well, I was going to say, you've never uh, taken a sick day, right? Uh-uh. No, you, you've taken some, but I mean, you've taken to be, a sick day, like but you're... all the way out, though. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, you've taken sick days, but you're never sick on on the sick days. Oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not on the sick days I take for the job. Right. I've been no. sick. <laughs> I don't take sick days because I'm sick. Right. I take sick days because right. I want to play golf. <laughs> and sick days I, are Fridays and, and Mondays. Mondays. That's when yes, sick days Yes, all my sick days is Friday and Monday. I'm sick as hell. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can tell I'm so good at predicting how sick I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. by Tuesday if I'm going to be sick on Friday. I know that. <laughs> Yeah. We start coughing yeah. on Tuesday. <laughs> I know. And Thursday, yeah. Thursday is the day that I decide. I mean, Thursday is the day where I can start detecting any Monday illness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it. Usually you do Monday. take two days off for being sick if you're sick. And two on days. the real... And on the real with radio, we don't even want you to come in if you're sick. We no. don't want your germs in the room. No, a respiratory <laughs> infection, a cold, no. sinus infection, all of that is like, it wreaks havoc on us. Yeah, if we can't talk or breathe or yeah. something. You take the no. whole team down. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're jacked. We really are. <laughs> Yeah. But, Steve, I do remember that one time in L.A. when you were sick and your eyes rolled in the back of your head. You almost oh, passed out. That wasn't funny because you were really sick Shirley, that day. Shirley, did you see? I, I was I was fine when I came to work. Yeah, you were. And then something happened. And all of a sudden, my eyes were bloodshot. Red, Red yeah. I, I was like, Steve, to me. you're sick. <laughs> Get out <laughs> now. Seriously, man. I went to the house. That's when I was married to my ex-wife uh-huh. and uh, I didn't even go to the hospital I just went upstairs mm-hmm. and uh, seriously man I was I don't even know what happened yeah I've never but seen you that days, but for three days mm-hmm. I could not stand up without severe headaches wow. and vomiting for three straight days yeah. mm-hmm. man 
when the, I didn't dog. I didn't know what was wrong with food poisoning. No. I don't. I don't know. I've had never that. once did she suggest going to the hospital or calling the doctor to the house. That's the point. No. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's what the is point that? When I was be quiet, Junior. She was trying. I thought that's when I knew she was trying to kill. All right, all right. <laughs> we're not going there today. So no, I, I, I no, to today is the day we can do it. No, we're no, not no, going no, there no, today. Already, that's the day that I knew she was trying <laughs> to kill. That's it right there. That I'm in here with a murderer. But look at you. You made it through. So. So it didn't happen. Uh, by the grace of God. <laughs> All the time, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah, and then three days later, you came back to work, and you were fine. Like, nothing ever happened. Dog, like, nothing that ever yeah. happened. I just, I just beat the poisoning, whatever it was. Yeah, it, it could have been food poisoning, and you just... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it could have been poison in the food. All right, we're, we're That's going. That's a different show. We're moving on. Coming up next, it is the nephew with today's <laughs> prank phone call right after this crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, your baby. Oh, this is so sad. Your baby is not cute at all. Oh. Uh, uh, your baby isn't special. cute? Your baby is not cute at all. Uh, oh. Uh, the mom and the daddy ain't cute. Yeah. What's what you want? Oh, that's sad. Yeah. All right. He right ain't now. cute and she ain't cute. Yeah, this what yeah. you think is under that blanket. This this my cousin, baby. I know who this is. Oh, let me see. Woo! Woo! Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Good Lord Almighty, boy. Baby, here. I got caught up. I apologize. All right, listen. Right now, Nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Surrogate mother. Oh. Yeah. Goes with the letter. You know, help somebody out a little bit. A surrogate mother. Let's go. Mother surrogate. Hey, shut up. Surrogate mother. Hello? Yeah, um, Roderick, can I I speak to Roderick? Yeah, it's Roderick. Hey, uh, this Calvin, man. How you doing? I go to the same church y'all go to. Okay. I I got your number from one of the guys at the church, man. They they told me that if I wanted to talk to you, I could could reach out to you or whatever. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How can I help? Your, Your wife, man, does she... I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but she seems to be real fit. Does she does she work out all the time? Yeah, she go to the gym every once in a while, bro. Yeah. Who who, who is this, bro? Like I said, my name's Calvin, man. We go to the same church. Listen, me and my wife have been trying for a long time, man, to actually have some kids. And okay. to be honest with you, Roderick, man, it just, it just ain't happening, dog. I mean, we've been trying and trying. But what I'm trying to do now is just find another type of way to make this happen. Now, you say your wife is, is, is in good condition, right? My wife is in good condition, brother. What what does she got to do with you and your wife trying to have a baby? She, you know, now, y'all already got kids, don't you? Y'all got, like, from what the brother at the church told me, y'all got three kids, right? Yeah, we got three. I got two boys and a girl. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. I was hoping that I could find somebody, a female, that would be a good surrogate mother. A what? You you know what I'm saying is like, cause my wife. I mean, you know, we want to have kids, man. We want to have oh, a family. Oh, oh, hold on, brother. You just said you try. You looking for a surrogate mother, and the brother of the church told you to call me. Well, no, no, no. Ain't nobody tell me to actually call you. I I asked them about you and your wife. You know, I asked them for your phone number so I could actually call you myself, man. Wait a minute. So you've been you've been eyeing my wife. 
No, 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 no. Not, I ain't been. I, see, you're looking at it wrong. Listen, what I was saying oh, is that uh, your, your wife just seems like a healthy, healthy person. I want to be able to have a healthy child, man. I really do, man. That, me and my wife, we... we look, 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 look. You call me about my wife, and you want her to be a surrogate mother for you. I don't even know why we're on the phone, brother. Here's the real deal, man. Me and my wife, we can't have kids. We tried and tried and tried. And, you know, biologically, we've just been going through it and going through it, man. And I was just, you know, I've seen your wife. She's healthy. I see y'all at church all the time. And I was just, like, reaching out, man. Maybe somebody wouldn't mind being the surrogate mother for, for, for me and my wife so we can have a child. I think you're a surrogate mother. I'm, I, I mean, uh, I'm a dog. Hold on, brother. You calling me to see if my wife can be a surrogate mother to your child? No, and I, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, you know what, I, and, 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 I think you hey. lost your mind, brother. <sighs> Out of all the members in the church, you calling me to get my wife to have your baby? No, I know it sounds crazy, man. I so do. It I know it stupid. But I'm just ignorant, brother. I'm sorry? You sound ignorant. Man, there's so many places to go adopt a baby. I can take you down to the county courthouse and show you kids need to adopt right now. But you can go to Africa like 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 all the rest of them people and go find you a baby. You're going to call me and my wife? There's 20,000 members in this church. Do you know how stupid you sound, brother? No, no, br brother, brother. I, and, man, listen, man, I'm not trying to come across like that, man. Well, how are you trying to come across, brother? You done done it. Just hear me out, man. I don't want you to. Man, go, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. We looking for a surrogate mother. We look we we seen your your wife and we thought she'd be a great surrogate mother. And I know it sounds crazy for me to pick you out of all the people that go to the church. I understand that, man. I mm -hmm. do. But listen, we would love for your wife to be the surrogate mother. And we're willing to pay for this. Man, this ain't about But listen to me. If you don't mind, we don't want to do this with no test tubes and all that where they, they mix my seed with her with with, with her egg. We want to do this naturally. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to repeat what you just said, man. You, you, you got to understand a real man want to do want to do it you, realistically. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. You, I brother, brother, hold on, hold on, brother. You, are you telling me that you want to have sex with my wife? But I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you want to have me a, lose all my Christianity right now, brother. You want to have a baby the real way, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn having the fake way. You tell me you want to lay down in a bed with my. Wife? But dog, you already got three kids. Think about the people that can't oh, have them. Don't go adopt a baby, man. Take your down there and go adopt a damn baby. You didn't go see a damn psychiatrist. Bro, so what I don't want to have your baby. Do you know what you sound like? Dog, crazy. I, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. How did how did you get my number, man? Listen how to did me. you get my number? I got your number for one of the brothers at the church. Now listen, I'm gonna just be real with you, like a man. I wanted to come at you first. And talk to you like a man and see, you know, if you was cool with the proposition. But look, come Sunday, I'm going to go to your wife and just talk to her. What? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to talk to your wife and see if you lost your mind. I told you to answer no. Now you tell me you're going to go around me and I. What you ain't going to do is talk to my wife. You yeah, call I'm my telling wife. you right you now. I'm talking to your wife. You call my wife. Okay? I'm going to tell you what's really going to happen. I'm you call my to wife. Your wife next Sunday. I'm not going to sit and go through this with and you back and forth. I'm talking to her next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm going to whoop your. You ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm going to whoop your. Me and my wife, we deserve a child too. You ain't, you ain't going to stand in the middle of this. I'm in the middle of this. You lost your. Mind. You talk to my wife next week you want to. I got one more thing I want to say to you, man. Is you listening to me?
Say what the f you gotta say so you can get off my phone. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. What? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> this is this. Listen, man, who this is, is this man? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm over here, man. My head is spinning. <laughs> you all right, man? Got me calling, brother. I'm I'm ready to fight, brother. <laughs> Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, big dog. What, what, what is up, man? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all got me this morning, man. Y'all got me, man. How you like me now? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're the king, baby. You are the king of pranks. That's all I want to know. Just want to know that I'm a king, you know. Let uh-huh. them know that I'm down there in Philly that the radio boys is coming to town. The holiday comedy jam, baby. That's Kia Jr. Spates. J. Anthony Brown. Hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy, and Earthquake will be in the building, baby. That's Friday the 20th at the Met in Philadelphia, WDAS. And it is a what Live Nation event coming together. Holiday Comedy Jam. Tickets on sale right now. All right. Well, let's get an update on your rotator, rotator cuff. How, how, how are you feeling? You good? I'm still in pain. I just got off them pain pills and then got back on them. I was hurting so bad. So I'm, wow. I'm trying to wean myself hey, off and leave them pain pills. Hey, Tommy, for real, man, you got to be careful with that. The yeah. pain people, know. man, will get you. Yeah, we've told they them. Get hooked people I'm trying not to be. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, I what think did I you got all like, to it. What did you take, an oxymoron? Infamil. Oxymoron? What did you just say? <laughs> Oxycodone. Oxymoron? He <laughs> meant Oxycodone? Kills yes. your pain and does your senses and keeps you stupid. <laughs> Little to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew Tommy. I don't know about your uncle Steve. Coming up next is the strawberry letter subject. Your baby is not cute at all. We will get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on dating, on relationships, on sex, on work, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. All right, let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Tommy. Tommy. Yes, Here's what I'm going to do today. I've never done this ever before in the history of this show. What, Steve? But since I've heard so much about you doing the Strawberry Letter, today, today only, I'm going to sit here and see how you handle a Strawberry Letter so I know what's going on when I ain't here. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) nephew Tommy will do <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do the strawberry letter in your right place, now. and I'm right here. Well, you ain't yeah. gonna miss no more work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, prepare okay. thyself, nephew. All right. Subject: 
Your baby isn't cute at all. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 30-year-old married woman, and my husband and I need your advice on an issue with our closest friends. Our friends are first-time parents, and their daughter is a toddler now. Since the child was born, we've been in a group text with the couple and 15 other people. My husband and I are, uh, both hate text groups, but we humored the couple because they are really nice people. The couple started the group chat so they could send us pictures of their newborn daughter. We got pictures of the child almost daily, and the mother would send us a text message if we didn't respond. They've always bragged about how beautiful this child is, and I don't want to be rude, but she's not cute at all. When we got her newborn picture, my husband darn near screamed, and whenever we see this little girl in person, I have to watch my facial expressions. This little girl looks like an older woman in the face. She never smiles, and her afro is lopsided and dry all the time, and her face looks ashy. She's two years old now, and we're still getting pictures. We want to kindly ask that we be removed from the text group. If I see one more picture of this child looking crazy, I might just have to pull them aside and suggest they fix their daughter up a bit. It's nothing to brush a little grease in her hair and add a few barrettes in it and maybe put some Vaseline on her lips. Maybe they should also tickle the baby so she will smile on some of her pictures. Aw, but forget all of that. <laughs> we, 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 we want to leave. Why you do this to me? <laughs> I know, I know. We want to. I just want to say one thing. Okay, <laughs> let me finish. Maybe they should also tickle the baby so she'll smile on some of her pictures. But forget all of that, okay? We want to leave the texting group altogether. We just don't want to upset our friends. I'm sure we are not the only ones that want the pictures to stop. I'm embarrassed for feeling this way with an innocent child. What should we do? Aw, this is mm. so sad. This is so sad. I'm with you on one thing. I do not like group text messages either. I don't. I would... I I would step up and say something about that. Just leave me out or stop responding or just stop responding to the group text messages. Even if they text you back and say, did you get it? Just stop responding. I think they'll get the message about the text uh, texting group sooner or later. But about the baby that you say is not cute, it's not the baby's fault. It just it just really <laughs> isn't. Be as sweet to the baby as you possibly can when you see her. It's not her fault. You said she looks like an older woman in the face. <laughs> I, I think maybe one day she'll grow into her face. I, You know, I told you guys, I think it was yesterday, I had really, really big eyes when I was a baby. I grew into my eyes. You still got big ass eyes. But I, but I grew into them, Steve. I did. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. You don't grow into ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, this little baby, it's not her fault. Just leave the texting group. If that's really all you want to do, just leave there. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, yeah, to feel this way about an innocent child, I mean, I understand that. And and it is, again, not the child's fault. What should you do first and uh, foremost? Get out of the text group, okay? Uh, if they ask you what's wrong, just say you get, you're really busy and you don't have time, okay? Ain't the problem. Don't comment on the baby. Don't make any, uh, you know, disparaging remarks about the baby or anything like that. It's not the baby's fault. Leave the baby <laughs> out of it, okay? The baby don't need to be seen. Yeah, the baby, yeah, <laughs> Leave, leave oh, the baby sure. alone. You try to Come find on. the bright side and everything. Yeah, I Don't have shoot. to. I Go have ahead. to. And this is a baby, you guys. Yeah, who it is? I just want to say two things you about just, the baby. Then yeah. I'm going to let Tommy take over. <laughs>
Now, the fact that the baby look like an old woman that ain't got nothing to do with this little Benjamin Butch looking thing. Put this bonnet on. You gonna put this little bonnet on this little Benjamin Butch looking thing. You want us to be all right with it. And then the second thing, Shirley, as Uh all I'm saying, and Tommy, you take it over. You said that the baby is on the picture and the baby never smiles. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it said in the letter, yeah. That's cause she know. She, she found is. out. <laughs> she know. That baby she found out. She she's two years like, old. How can she, she possibly know? She know that? went by the mirror in the stroller in the mall. <laughs> she found. know. I'll be damned. She looked over there and went, I'll be damned. She's Tuesday. I'll be damned. I know they ain't pushing me around this mall looking like this. I ain't got no lotion on. I ain't got this damn bonnet is crooked. My afro stuck on Somebody one come side. Tickle me. Come tickle me. I'm sitting over here looking like a little man. I'm, if you don't so take sad. my ass to the house. Yeah. Me in here. Maybe your friends can keep the baby and comb her I'm hair. I'm sitting up here looking up. just like my daddy. <laughs> oh, my I'm a two-year-old girl. What the hell, I look like my father. I thought you only had two things to say. Okay, I'm sorry. Tommy gonna do the letter after we come back. <laughs> All right, listen. We're gonna come back with part two of this letter. Steve's gonna give Tommy his chance to respond to this letter. Subject, your baby isn't cute at all. We'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour. (laughs) Right after this. In two years, I ain't got a compliment. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, Subject, your baby is not cute at all. Wow. Well, Tommy's gonna take over this little baby that shot. (laughs) Shot! Two years old. Yeah, she shot. Two years old. It's over. This is so sad. Shirley tried to relate to the fact that she had big eyes when she was a baby. I did. And I I did. You didn't, Shirley. I did. You still got big ass eyes. And that leaves no hope for this baby growing up to be cute. Oh, man. That baby look like a little man right now. Oh. She fitting to look like a little old man later on. She said okay. older woman in the face. Oh Go God. ahead, Tommy. All right. I think what we have here is a situation where I've been taught early on, uh, eye for an eye, a two for a two. Fight fire with fire. You're going to have to fight ugly with some more ugly. Does huh? that make sense so far? Yes, yeah. All right. it does. So when you see these <laughs> ugly pictures coming, Uh Don't just sit there and look at it and keep on about your day. Come back with some more ugly. All right? When they send that baby picture out, Mm. boom, first one you hit back, Dennis Rodman. (laughs) You're going to play your ugly card against they ugly card. Keep coming with it. As soon as they send another picture of that baby, oh, Lord, hit them back. Wicked Witch of the East. You just keep coming with more ugly. What a world. It's enough ugly people in this world that you can keep sending back via text that all these couples on this doggone text chat, I promise you, they are going to be saying, you've been doing what we've been wanting to be doing. How, how many people, how many ugly people do y'all know? You know a bunch of them. Send it. Send it up against these ugly yeah. babies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes! So this fight. ain't about the baby, it's about the parents that's sending the baby. The baby don't know we sending these ugly pictures back. Send some ugly pictures to fight these ugly... Uncle Steve, when you used to get baseball cards, didn't you trade them in with other baseball cards, whichever ones was good against the other one? Didn't you do yep. that with your boys? Yeah. Yes. Yep. But, ugly pictures. But Tommy. Require ugly more pictures. Tommy. Huh? The parents think she's beautiful. And, and if you send enough ugly pictures, they going to get the picture. <laughs> ugly people don't recognize beauty. <laughs> yeah. Send enough pictures and they'll get the picture. Your baby ugly. All right? And sometimes you might have to just blatantly come on out with it and just text back, please don't send me no more of the ugly baby pictures. Oh, no. I've been yeah, trying since the baby got here. But damn it, Thank I got you, to Tommy. say it now. Huh? He thank said, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, thank so you. So you're proud, proud of him? Boy. You're proud of him Hell right now? Hell yeah. One of the greatest <laughs> things I've ever seen him do on radio. What? <laughs> ugly begots ugly, Shirley. You know? But th not if you don't know that they're ugly. They but, think But that's the problem, Shirley. Even the people that own the baby don't know the baby ugly, and they oh. probably ugly too. It ought to be a sin for two people, two ugly people, to get together because you bring another. <laughs> That's ugly what person I'm talking about. <laughs> what you chance know? do the baby have? None. The baby don't have a chance. When two <laughs> ugly people mate, they bring in another ugly one in the world. Oh. Okay. Now the baby don't know she ugly or he ugly yet. No. They don't know that yet. No. Okay, and don't tell oh, And what the yes, last thing, wait, 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 on the it's last thing you want to do is tickle a ugly baby. Do you know what you finna <laughs> get? <laughs> you finna get some funny you. ass ugly now. That's what you finna get. <laughs> you got funny ugly falling out the the the, the doggone oh. stroller. Do you hear me? Tickle a ugly baby and see what pop up. Oh, poor baby. I understand, Shirley. And don't have no mirrors and stuff in that baby room. Well, let that let let it let it time go by before they got to see they self. Sneak up on her. Don't let the baby when they brush their teeth in the morning, don't look in the mirror. Don't do that. Don't worry, <laughs> don't do that. Brush their teeth, turn their head the other way. But comb this baby hair. Get them as pretty ugly as you can. Comb their hair, wash their face, put some lotion on. Get them ready for school. That's as pretty ugly as you can get. She said her afro is lopsided and it's Straighten dry that all up. the time. Or put a wig on the baby. That might hit. <laughs> a wig on a two-year-old? Hey, they got baby wigs. Well, hey, hey we, 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 what else we got? <laughs> she too. They got baby really wigs. Get her a baby wig and do it like a that. A what? Yeah. A baby what? A baby wig. You get a baby wig on them. <laughs> Trust me, that, that baby going to look a whole lot better than the way they looking now. Uh, you're still proud? I'm just checking, yeah. Uncle. <laughs> yeah. You still you still happy with your nephew? Well, right you know, uh -huh. I got it. I want to say thank you, man. You made me proud. What? All right, sir. Yeah, All you right, made sir. me proud. He yeah. said some stuff that I would have said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to do it like that. We that ain't our problem. <laughs> we are not supporting the ugly children. <laughs> oh, Give me my money back. Oh. <laughs> Give me my donation right back. All Not ugly baby stand up. <laughs> you guys are so wrong. Listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, a vegan sues Burger King over impossible meatless Whoppers. We will tell you about that right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a bunch of vegans, have you guys heard about this story? A bunch of vegans are suing Burger King because they want to have their Impossible Burgers their way. Now, uh, they want them pristine without any meat residue on the grill, all of that, okay? Philip Williams just filed a class action lawsuit claiming that Burger King advertises the Impossible Burger as a vegan alternative to his meat burgers, yet they're all cooked on the same grill. William says his burger was contaminated by meat products. He bought the burger in question in Atlanta. Uh, Williams also notes that there have been numerous complaints posted online by outraged vegans. Williams not only wants damages, he wants the judge to order Burger King to stop cooking Impossible Burgers and the regular burgers on the same grill. What do you guys think about that? Does he have a point or not? Man, Everybody likes that burger here. with that. Yeah, I, no. I eat Whoppers. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, he got some of your Whopper. All in his, they saying, all Burger King burger. is saying is that we have the Impossible Burger. Yeah. They ain't told you nothing else. They got them. Yeah. Where the hell you want them to cook at? It's possible for you to carry your ass somewhere and get you something else to eat. That's possible. <laughs> hell yeah. That's what's possible. <laughs> yeah. And it's also possible that don't nobody give a damn about this but you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he said a lot of people are outraged about this because they do not want their uh, plant-based meat don't, to you be cooked on go the same to grill. A meat pla- you, why no. are you at Burger King trying to get a damn impossible burger? Exactly. They've been serving the same flame broad burger for years. I used to yeah. work there. You okay. Now you talking about? Oh, they, let me ask you this: Where are you going to put the damn meat? They're gonna have to get a let whole me ask new you. When grill. You scrape the grill down, down. When you scrape the grill down, and that fire no hit, ain't you gonna burn everything off? Huh? What'd Turn, you say? There is no, there is no flat grill at Burger King. No, you but I'm talking about that. Put those patties on a rack, mm-hmm. right? They but go do you scrape that rack? Roll across a flame. Right. They right. They walk off flame. Right. Right. Wash it. Yeah. Oh, you have to yeah, clean they it. Work okay. Off flame. Well, yeah, you Mr. He's mad because he hey, said, "Hey, man, <laughs> he's at a meat restaurant wanting mm-hmm. a vegan dish." Yeah, Burger King is the name of this place. It's ridiculous, <laughs> man. If you want to be a vegan, that's an absolutely wonderful choice that you've made. Don't make everybody require everybody to service you at at a meat eating place and you vegan. Yeah. Take your vegan ass somewhere <laughs> where they put only vegan items on the grill. Yeah. They got that impossible burger somewhere else. Why did you at yeah. Burger King mad because they put it on the open flame? That's he what they that do. He likes that burger, though, huh? He likes that yeah. burger, though. That's what yeah. it is. He likes it. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, that's it. You heard it. Coming up at the top of the hour, a dad shares his 10-year-old daughter's pricely Christmas, pricey Christmas list. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, about now, a lot of kids, a lot of kids start making out their Christmas lists, uh, you know, what they want for Christmas. One father wound up really shocked at the list of stuff his 10-year-old just requested for Christmas. Father who goes by the name of A. Johnson 412, A underscore Johnson 412 on Twitter, just shared his daughter's handwritten Christmas list, which contained a lot of pricey items, like an iPhone 11, for instance. 
AirPods, a MacBook Air, a pair of Gucci sliders, a Chanel purse, <laughs> pink Grown folk gifts. Is this, <laughs> this I was going to say, this sounds like my Christmas list. Either that or they watch a lot of music videos. Yeah. Pink Pumas, a real bunny, uh, essential oils, and even $4,000. Now, this is a 10-year-old's list. Uh, the dad captioned the list, my 10-year-old daughter must be out of her mind with this Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, mm. hey, that's what she wanted, so that's what she put on the list. She doesn't I understand. I what you ought to get our ass is that bunny. The real bunny? Get that. That's it. <laughs> What about he the uh, what about the <laughs> iPhone it. 11? You getting a damn bunny? And have a phone older than you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you teen. Phone Yeah, you teen and you got the iPhone 11. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Your phone, your phone is older than you. <laughs> Did you guys ever put anything outrageous on your Christmas lists? No. Hey, when you were I little, I, I, I knew what my dad was. Yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, I never hoping to get. I was hoping to get this one damn item I wanted. Outrageous! What the last thing I need to do is piss him off. <laughs> Can't come in. Now. Oh, you crazy! You must not want a damn thing. Then. <laughs> 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 no. no, I wish I had. No. Mm-hmm. I didn't play no games with my father. What you want for Christmas? Well, a bike. We ain't get no bike this year. What else you want? <laughs> okay, cool. Then yeah. I just want something else. Yeah. And then the next year I got the bike, so I was cool. We ain't get no bike this bikes. year. What else you want? Mm. And they cheap now. Bikes is cheap now. It's like they was cheap yeah, then. Kids don't go outside. To they stay outside on their. They stay inside on their iPhone 11. They do not like, go outside. Really? You can't like, tell them you're gonna make me mad and you ain't gonna be able to go outside. Yeah. That means nothing. Oh wow. yeah, they don't go outside, Steve. No. They do not go outside. Mm-hmm. So bikes is cheap because of that? Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons. I mean, when you really think about it, how many people you actually see kids riding bikes these None. days? Yeah, it's you don't see that. You see way huh. more adults now riding well, bikes than kids. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I guess I don't. I told, I told my nephew, we get some trash under the tree. He said, what tree? He don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what tree was. I said, junior. go get go get the trash from under the tree out there in Mama Yard. What tree? <laughs> I love your family, what? Junior. You'll get your behind, I think, or get yeah. this trash. They, they don't yeah, go but, out there. Yeah, kids, kids, you know, they're on their, uh, they, they play their games, their video games, or they're on their iPhones or their iPads. They do not go outside like we used you to. Can buy, you could buy a phone, an iPad, and some gift cards, and they don't care after that. Yeah, That's they're it. happy. They're remember, happy, man. Yeah, all I wanted was dolls and clothes, dolls and clothes. And I got that, so I was cool, oh, and I loved going outside. But um, toys. They don't care about clothes. clothes. That damn big wheel. When they came out with that big wheel, Uh with the big wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Oh no, dolls. Oh my goodness. Mm -mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, Steve, it's an amazing thing. That's why you know a lot of kids have weight issues and things like that because they don't move around like we did, you know, and stuff. So it's quite different. Wow. Yeah, it's quite different. Here go the one, Shirley. Here go the one I want. That makes sense, though. Uh huh. What would you say, Tommy? Here go the one I wanted. I wanted roller skates that you skate in in the skating rink. I wanted mm-hmm, those. Mm-hmm. So I told my dad I wanted some roller skates. I didn't go in detail. Uh-huh. He get me the ones you have outside that you still have your <laughs> shoe on. 
<laughs> yeah. And just slip it on top of the skate. Yes, it, yes, it, yes. it brace on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. One with the metal <laughs> wheels. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little key. Yeah. A little key tighten yes, it up. Yes, yes. All right, coming up, more music, more fun, more shenanigans on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Representative Eric Swalwell seemed to pass gas live on national TV, but uh, MSNBC says, as it turns out, it was apparently a studio mug. Uh, The California congressman was doing an interview at MSNBC's Hardball with host Chris Matthews. You know him, Steve. And while he was going on and on about Ukraine, then you heard something that sounded like he passed gas live on the air. Take a listen. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Uh, that ain't that. no damn yeah. mug right that, there. That, that, that's potato that's that what no he mug. did. That's, that's what he did. That ain't no Because he was lying. Because yeah. <laughs> he was lying. Yeah. Flatulence. That's, that's, that's potato He lied and his butt said, I can't hold the truth no more. Well, Representative Swalwell... You lying uh, out your mouth, but the truth going to come out your ass. Even... (laughs) 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 The representative even paused a moment right afterward in what many viewed as an acknowledgement of the ripped gas. And, of course, it was soon uh, started to trend everywhere on Twitter as a result. However, sorry to disappoint the conspiracy theorists, guys. Chris Matthews mm-hmm. says it was a hashtag hardball mug scraping across not, the desk. No, that wasn't. That ain't what that was. <laughs> no, nah, we heard that. Black people know. Yeah. Everybody know. <laughs> Hell, he knew. You saw the look on his face. <laughs> All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Soon as he news. went, I beat <laughs> Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bill Gates, guys, is once again the richest person in the world. On Friday, Bill Gates surprised Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to reclaim the title of the richest person in the world with a net worth of, you ready for this number? Hmm. Guess it, Steve. I would probably think about $184 billion. Well, some parts of that you got right. One hundred and ten billion. One hundred and ten billion dollars. Billion with a B. Well, Joe, how much the guy from Amazon got? Seventy, but probably what happened? Huh? He got a divorce. Remember, he got oh, a yeah, divorce. So that split it. Oh, yeah. oh there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So how, on, how much? How much does Bill Gates have? One hundred and ten billion dollars. Now this is that's according all? to Bloomberg. That's all. <laughs> I know you didn't fix your mouth to say yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I hate to talk. Yeah. That's all he that's got, it. 110 billion. Yeah. Damn, I thought I thought he had some paper. Yeah. He's not doing good, Steve. You know, Jeff Bezos had 170 billion. I thought you was going to top that. You know, mm-hmm. then he got divorced. That's the only reason you number one. <laughs> Bill Gates uh, <laughs> has regained the lead because Microsoft shares are up nearly 48% this year. That's where okay, the money's now, coming. Can in. I tell you, he's not the richest man in the world. Y'all have to stop. Is it? Oh, why you say that? He's the richest man in America. In America? Oh, okay. He is. They're nowhere near the richest man in the world. You don't understand. They don't have a tax system in the Middle East. There's no oh. trace in these people's money. Mm-hmm. They have unforeseen money. 
you can't trace the Saudis' money. They mm-hmm. have unforeseen money. You you can't imagine the money these cats got in Abu Dhabi. You can't imagine it. You wow. just can't. So as there's no tax system. They be laughing. I was in a meeting over there, mm-hmm. and somebody said Jeff Bezos was the richest person in the world with 170 billion. Five of them dudes at the table started laughing. <laughs> Why? Because that was absurd going. to them. <laughs> And let me tell you something. Obviously, I was by far the poorest person <laughs> at, at the this damn table. Because that 170 had my undivided attention. I went, Woo! That's a man right there. They started laughing. That is nothing. That's not they it. was talking about what their uncle got and what he got. Another dude was pointing at the table and said, You made that, you made a, you made that last year. Wow. <laughs> These dudes is on one. No, he's a Bill Gates, the richest person in America. Hank being wow, hundred and ten billion. He commented on his wealth response to uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren's proposed wealth tax. Gates said he has paid more than ten billion dollars and would even pay twenty billion in taxes, but having to pay one hundred billion, he would uh, have to see what he had left over. All right, coming up, our last break of the day. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. We need you like never before. Please send us home. Hey, uh, (laughs) you know what I want to do? Yes. Uh, I shared this with you all. Now, what I want to do is I kind of shared this with you all, but I think I should really share it with everybody. Uh, I was reading something today. You know, I try to every day. I don't make it every day, but I try to have a morning meditation. I try to do morning meditation. I really try to just become a better person, you know. Uh, and it's it, in, in doing so, you know, you got to really start really checking yourself and trying to find the things that can... Uh, move you into a better place. Tommy sent me something on the phone after I shared with him what I'm about to share with you all. And it's a a plaque that says, I'm slowly becoming the person that I should have been a long time ago. And that's that's really what this is about. And I want to talk to you about that. That I'm slowly becoming the person that I should have been a long time ago. The part of that statement, though, is I, for me to be who I am now, I had to, and we all had to go through what we went through to be who we are today. But man, don't you oftentimes wish you had gotten it right sooner? I know you're not supposed to live your life with regrets, man. But as we all start becoming the person that you should have been a long time ago, I'm going to give you some information that's going to help you because it helped me. During my morning meditation, I was reading something. And I'm not going to read it to you exactly the way it read to me, but I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to put it in my own words to help you understand something. It was a, I was reading something about how God feels about us when we uh, desire and seek out things more than we do Him. They call those things idols. I guess, you know, you've heard old people say you don't worship idols and stuff. It's not just talking about uh, 
a gold statue or something like that. It's talking about anything that you place of more significance than your creator. Anything that you're after and you seek and you put more value on than your relationship with your creator, that's just an idol. Whether it's money or whatever it is, you know. It could be any number of things. But here's what really messes up a lot of blessings, man. And this was so happening to me, and I read this this morning, and it sort of, uh, it just jacked me up all day, but in a good way. And uh, I'm going to share with you. I'm going to just paraphrase it. And it was telling me that when you are so determined to get your own way, and you all have been there, when you just want your own way, you end up blocking God out of your consciousness. Because, see, when you seek your own way, your own understanding, your own goals, your own mindset, you're you're taking God out of the equation. So what he wants us to do, instead of going about your purpose, pursuing some single-minded goal that you might have, he really would refer, he really would prefer that you talk to him about it. So before you go out, set full scale on these goals, dreams, aspirations that you might have, he really wants you to talk to him about it. Because what he wants you to do when you talk to him is to allow his presence to shine in your pursuit of it. But now here's the cold part. In allowing, when you talk to him about it and tell him what your goals and everything it is, and you allow him to put his presence to shine his light on your pursuit, he's shining the light on it so you can see it from his perspective. See, God wants you to see what his plan is because if the goal that you're going for, if it fits into God's plans for you, then God will help you get there. But if it's not in God's plan for you, if you're doing something that ain't in his will for you, this is the hard part. If it's contrary to his will for you, do you know what he does? This is how good God is, man. Do you know that he don't punish you for that? He don't get mad at you about it. You know what I read? It says that he gradually will change the desire of your heart. Did you hear me? He don't get mad at you when you decide to go your way and and pursue this dream. What he does is he just gradually changes your heart so you can see it his way so you can get to where he's trying to get you to because his plan way better than the one you got. But if you don't ever come to that understanding, man, if you fight that, like I've done so many times, if you go against his will, you're fighting against the grain, man. Wouldn't it be so much slicker if you took all your dreams and aspirations and goals to your creator, told him about it, and then listened to him and let him help you in your pursuit of it? Because in your pursuit of whatever it is you want, he'll put a light on it. He'll put some grace on it. And what that will do is it'll help you in your pursuit of it. And if it's not the will that he wanted you to be on in the first place, he'll just gradually change your heart till you see it his way. Man, now, if that ain't some grace and some mercy right there, I don't know what is, man. I hope y'all understood what I just tried to say to you. I really do. Get to him first and foremost. Talk to him about it before you strike out. Then the rest of your life will fall into place.
piece by piece. And that's what's starting to happen to me. Took me too long to get here, but I'm slowly becoming the person I should have been a long time ago. God, dog. That's it. All right. Oh, drop it. (laughs) That was good, Steve. Yeah, man. That really helped me. Wow, Steve, that was was powerful. It really was. That helped me today. I hope that helps people. Yes. Words, baby, words. Help me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If it helps you, it's going to help us. (laughs) Well, y'all have a great weekend. Thanks for sharing. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 